Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, How to Decorate. And I'm Taryn, and I'm on the product design team at Ballard. And I'm Karen, and I head up branding at Ballard. We're your hosts. Hi. We are doing some trials and triumphs now, but Taryn's not here, so we're just going to have to complain on we'll her own. wing it. Yeah. Her <laughs> triumph is that she's at the beach. Yeah. Thanks, Taryn. Wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you like to start or would you like me to start? You start. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I think – I know a lot of our listeners follow me on Instagram. Not that you need to, but if you can if you want. But um, if you do follow me on Instagram, you saw that I posted about this because – um, my husband's birthday was in early January, and so I took a bunch of time off in between Christmas and around New Year's just to kind of recalibrate. Mm-hmm. Organi- Actually, I took on a lot of organizing, but that's for another Trials and Triumphs. But um, because I had the week off, I decided to throw him a birthday party. So I was going to make like a big beef tenderloin. We invited a bunch of friends. I made a gorgeous cake that I actually talked about on an old episode. It's the cover. It's the cake on the cover of Ina Garten's Cooking for Jeffrey. And of course, it's the most time-consuming, difficult cake mm-hmm. and the one that he requested, of course. <laughs> <laughs> like, what cake do you, you want? just run the bakery. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like, I do like making one. This mm-hmm. one is just challenging. Anywho, so I spent a lot of time prepping for this dinner. Everyone arrives. Blair is asleep. How many people? Well, it was seven. Okay total mm-hmm. including us so okay i just two, wanted to level set here was it 400 people or okay. no it's a little dinner party. three couples including us plus another person okay um i think that's the perfect size dinner party like eight people it was good. my favorite size yeah it was a good size um and anyway so everyone arrives blair's asleep we're drinking cocktails um i was making this beef tenderloin also from ina that cooks for an hour and a half in the oven very slow so it had been in the oven for about 45 minutes and the power goes out no. This course, is a great lesson in winging it, right? Right. And I, you know, I prep a lot. I have gone through a lot of situations in entertaining and I feel like I'm prepared for it. And that is one that I have never experienced. No power. So. Wait, did you freak? No, I honestly at first thought it'll probably come back on in uh-huh. 10 minutes. So uh-huh. I wasn't super worried. After about 15 minutes, I was just mostly thinking, I have a $100 piece of meat in the oven and uh-huh. I do not want it to get ruined. Right. That would be a major bummer. So eventually we kind of just decide, okay, we have to act as though it's not coming back on, even though I still think that it'll probably come on any minute. So we fire up the grill, had to turn the grill on as low as possible. Anyways, we get it all squared away. Um, I also realized that we do not have very many candles. So (laughs) we had... So it was dark. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like running around the house trying to... um, like gather all the Assemble candles that we had. Yeah. <laughs> I had actually a lot of taper candles, but I only have two candlesticks. Oh, wow. So then I was thinking, well, mm-hmm. what do I do? With, how do I do these? So, of course, my um, father-in-law was there, and he went around and gathered up wine, tip, topped everyone off with their wine mm-hmm. and turned the wine bottles into candlesticks. So smart. Yeah. Um, I pulled all of our scented candles into one room, which was oh. actually <laughs> tri- not great because yeah. they were all different scents. <laughs> So I didn't love that. <laughs> um, but we had enough light. And anyway, so. And luckily in Atlanta, it doesn't get too cold. So you weren't freezing to death true. during your dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was, the temperature was fine. Um, anyway, so we had, we actually pulled it off. Um, and the somehow. meat was not ruined. You the meat grilled was not it. ruined. Correct. So I just have to note, um, we do have a gas stove top and oven, but I suppose like, they're separate. You know, it's like a wall oven and a, um, a, a separate cooktop. cooktop. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not a range. Um, and I we hadn't really lost power yet. And so I didn't realize that actually there must be something in the um, in the like appliance that makes it so you can't use it without power. Uh-huh. You know, everyone said, oh, Just use light it with a match. Light it, match. Uh-huh. it didn't work. It didn't work with the lighters. Um, we had Will's dad, who is Mr. Fix-It, and two Eagle Scouts in the house, all of who <laughs> insisted they could light it, and none mm-hmm. of them could. So 
anyways, um, that is a challenge because then if we don't have power, we really can't cook. Right. But anyway, it worked out. We had a very beautifully candlelit dinner um, and halfway through dessert, the power came back on. So that was good. Perfect. So you could use your dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> to clean up. <laughs> um, well, then, okay, so it all worked out, trial and triumph. But then last week, a week after this happened, we lost power again for 24 hours. So I'm having lots of power challenges recently and have recently learned that I need to go to Ikea and stop stock up on a bunch of pillar candles, unscented right. pillar candles, right. so that when this happens again, inevitably, I will have a stash well, handy and at the ready. Not to revel in a rival's um, failure, but <laughs> Pier 1 is closing oh, half of have, their mm. stores and they have great candles. And they have good unscented candles. So okay. head over to Pier 1 because the one on, in Ansley Mall, everything's on sale or okay. something like that. Good to know. Mm -hmm. I'll do that this weekend. So yeah, <laughs> have not had had some interesting power challenges, but it all worked out in the end. I also have to point out that I did have my new dining chairs. I don't think I've talked about them as a trial or a triumph, so no. I don't have to do that at all. I saw day. it on your Instagram. It yeah. looks fabulous. They were they it was our first our um what is the word I'm thinking of? Like inaugural dinner party mm -hmm. with them. So that was good. Yeah. And you felt like they were durable. They're nice and durable with your daughter and everything. Yeah. Um we haven't had any, you know, need to clean get them? real yeah, we mm -hmm. haven't had any need to clean them yet. Um, they are super wipeable. I think I did probably drip something on them, but they just wipe up real easily. So that's nice. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think when you get a new chair, especially a dining chair where the height is really important, they need like some time to settle in. Yes. You know, so the we need foam to is pretty firm at first. So they feel a little high. Uh -huh. um, and I also wonder if maybe the leather makes it so they don't. Um, squish more. Yeah, squish yeah. more. But I think it'll be fine. After I a just years. got those chairs recovered in my living room, those antique ones I've talked oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Right? I thought you were talking about your dining chairs, but you're talking about no, your No, I need to chairs. do that too. Yeah. But um, one thing at a time. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I got those old antique chairs redone. And when you sit on them, it's very firm. Firm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, very sort of like you're in a perch. It's going to push you out almost. And I kind of complained a little bit to the woman who did it. And she said, well, They'll, they'll break down a little bit every time. Just relax and right. stop being so well, whiny. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Right. Is essentially what she said. Uh -huh. Well, anyway, so I think that'll be fine after a little bit of time. But yes, yeah, so far, very successful. Excellent. I will keep you updated, of course. That segues into my trial. Beautifully. Beautifully. Good. I'm so glad. Mm -hmm. So Joe Mooney is really bad at Christmas stockings. I think I might have told y'all this. And what do you mean? Hanging them? Stuffing no, them? No, stuffing them. Okay. Mm -hmm. He he thinks it's funny, but <laughs> isn't. Um, <laughs> so every year he does a, some really dumb theme like old lady, you know, and so okay. everything in my stocking is for old people. That's mean. Mm -hmm. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think this year's was like body odor or stinking. I don't know. There was a lot of deodorant and there were baby wipes. I don't know. He's, he's Those not. Those are horrible things. Uh, dude. I have a, I feel like this, or I think this theme thing could be cute, but I don't like the themes he's chosen. How about jewelry? That's right. a good theme. That's a great right? theme. Organization. Right. Um, you know, moisturization. Yes. That's great. I did have a couple face masks in there. <laughs> anyway, so all of that to say, he also put a piece of coal in my stocking. Mm -hmm. Okay. So as I was taking the things out of my stocking or whatever, I'm sitting on my new white umbrella sofa. Oh, no. Uh-huh. <gasps> so coal is like rubbed all into my sofa. <laughs> but triumph, Dawn took it right out. Oh, good. Oh, my God. Shout out to Dawn because yeah. I'll give another Dawn shout out because I have this favorite white T-shirt. I love it. Yay. And this week I was helping uh, a gal at the office move a desk chair around. And desk chairs that are adjustable, they have grease on them to mm -hmm. keep them going up and down. Well, I got this grease on my hand. Somehow I got it right in the middle of the front of this white T-shirt, black oh. grease. And I didn't realize it until halfway through the day. I'm walking around all day with like big black marks. Black oh. marks. But anyway. <laughs> no one said anything to you? No. It's very well, maybe odd. Just meant they, it wasn't <laughs> obvious. Let's hope. So I was so mad because of this T-shirt. And I went home and... I used on and it took probably three wash, rinse, wash, rinse, just with my hands, uh -huh. but it came, came right out. 
Dawn is a secret weapon in um, laundry. Yeah. It was magic. Mm-hmm. I was very well, happy. Well, good. you know, usually I'm an OxyClean girl. Yeah. But the Dawn, because of the grease. For the grease, yeah. Really worked. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, Sombrella suggests Dawn by name in their cleaning. Yeah. So. And I don't use Dawn much anymore because I like the Myers bottles. I think they're cuter. Same. But I had some in the yeah. cupboard. And oh, man. I've been thinking I need to get just a um, pump thing mm-hmm. and then just fill it with Dawn. Yeah. Because Dawn a really does dispenser. a better job. I like Miss Myers and the way it smells, but Dawn's Well, I cleaner. put my dish soap in an olive oil dispenser. Oh, that's smart. With a little spigot. Yeah, doodad. but you have to be patient because it doesn't come out as quickly as you might hope. So right. that's also sort of annoying. Mm. So that is your trial and your triumph, That's right, right all in one. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think that Joe needs to work on his themes. I agree. Uh-huh. That seems like a more like the stocking version of a roast, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I feel like it's such a waste of money. You yeah. know, it's like fifty dollars worth of junk <laughs> like, that you're going to throw just away. Just give me the fifty bucks, dude. <laughs> right. Just ones. One Visa card. Yeah, fifty dollars rolls of um, quarters. I'll take that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, what about for your for your boys? He, he does, does the, same, the same, thing. same thing. Everyone has the same theme. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I think you need to take over the stockings. Well, stuffing. I do stockings as well. So you'll have two stockings each? No, no, no. I fill everyone's stockings except my own. So I'm putting okay. things in the kids' stockings too. So, so you both put stuff I'm in. the only one who gets super disappointed. They actually get decent things. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Well, look, it's it's because <laughs> I know it's coming. The first year I was like, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. And now it's like, all right. Mm. You've you've accepted it. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Like, what's this year going to be? Yeah. <laughs> I do think a lot of times stocking stuffers are kind of disappointing anyway. So yeah. it's not like you're missing out on. Exactly. At least your real gift, I assume, is serious. Yes. And it's good. Yeah. Except he gave me a foot bath, which I said, do not give me that. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> One of those you know, it's like a tub. You put your feet in and you plug it in and it like massages them. And That's it's what like, a pedicure appointment right. is for. I, I'm like, I already do this, honey. And I saw that he'd bought one for his brother. And I, I was saying, I, I said to him, I hate those. Those are gross. I think they're nasty. I don't want, never buy me anything like that. And then he bought it. He'd already bought it for me and he gave it to me. Did I, you return it? No, I just opened it and said, I don't want this. I told you I didn't is that awful to do? I told him in advance. I don't Those think are so gross at to me all. and I don't want one. I have no remorse about returning things because I don't see the point in having something sit around your house that you don't want, you're never going to use. Yeah. It's going to go in a landfill one day. I'm trying to figure I out mean, someone I know who might want it. Maybe a runner or something. Caroline, do you need a no, foot No, thank bath? you. But uh, surely yeah. someone out there. Someone. Maybe someone listening. I'll put it on next Karen's door. foot bath. Right? Email me. <laughs> Um, okay, well, I think we should get to our show. I'm okay. sorry Taryn wasn't here, but you'll just have to get, y'all will have to get her trials and triumphs later. Next time. Okay, let's do it. All right, today our guest is Jay Joyner. She is a designer in Athens, Georgia, and she is the, well, you're the principal designer of Metal and Pedal, but you are the, you and your husband own it together. That's right. That's right. And it's full service. Y'all do everything from retail spaces, sorority houses, resident, private residences, and you even do e-design. That's right. I'm very curious about that because but I bet it's really hard. Yeah, we'll have to talk about yeah. that. So, and exteriors, which I thought was exteriors. great. Yeah. You had some yeah. great transformations. Yes, that's true. Thank you. A lot of mm-hmm. good curb appeal inspiration. Thank so, you. Thanks for coming by. Welcome. Yeah. We're, I'm excited to be here. Thank you um, for coming. So you do everything. Yeah. Do you cook? <laughs> I'm don't really, make us all really feel good bad. at ordering, <laughs> ordering ah, in. Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't cook. I'm not Martha Stewart, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, we, we do everything in the design firm, and we really enjoy it. And I, I'm very high level ADHD, so it keeps all you know me really creative. Well, I love your style because it's so bold. You have like a lot of very sculptural furniture pieces, which are so surprising, I think, and 
you know, you kind of like look through your portfolio or your Instagram account, and there are definitely some things that really jump out at you because you've never seen them before. So I was curious if there's a reason, like where, where your style came from. Yeah. Well, I'm a Leo in the third, so I'm very bold personality wise. Um, I grew up all over the States and all over Europe. And so I'm not really afraid of mixing anything. My house was always mixed. I'm a second generation designer. My mother's an interior designer as well. My grandmother was some sort of a designer as well. And um, so, yeah, I just, I I go for it. I'm not Mm -hmm. afraid. And I grew up and, and I, with a very eclectic very formal house. And then I wanted something different when I moved to Europe and I kept, you know, buying all these antiques, but it felt stuffy. So I started mixing modern and antiques a lot. Um, I love wallpapers, not mm-hmm. afraid of color or print. It's all how you mix it, in my opinion. And I I love color. I mean, you know, I love tone on tone as well, but, um, you know, color is something that you can bring in a room that just makes it totally different. So. Yeah. You said one of your style icons is Dorothy Draper. Oh my gosh, yes. Talk about loving <laughs> color, right? Love Dorothy Draper. She was such an inspiration. The lacquer, the pink, like you have two beautiful ballard chairs over here. Pink chairs, I love those. Um, and she she really loved things that were luxurious. So I'm really into that as well. Mm-hmm. Well, you were referencing her um, on the recent renovation. I don't know if it was renovation, decoration that you did of a... Uh, uh, sorority house. Yes. Oh my God. I was looking at the pictures of the sorority house. I wasn't in a sorority, ladies. I was just. I think you guys were. I couldn't even believe how wonderful this was. It made mm-hmm. me want to go back to college. It was a great project. Two years <laughs> it took. Um, a historic home on Millage, the main drag in Athens. And it it was a residence before. It had been in this, this one family's home for generations. Oh my gosh. And in total, it only been owned by four families, which is wow. incredible. Had the carriage pull up and everything. Amazing. So we were um, asked by the, we were interviewed by um, Alpha Phi, and we were asked by the architect to, you know, join and help their team. And they did an, a, a huge renovation in the back and had to marry the old with the new. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to be fun. I wanted the sort of to be useful and really speak to the girls that were living there before the house is very stately and established and felt very, you know, uh, formal. Mm-hmm. So we went in with a design that was more young. It was younger. Yeah. Well, I was curious about that because who is your like, who's your client? Is it like the sorority president? Is it like the alumni? I mean, right. how do you even design for a group of people that oh. you may not even know and don't even live there yet? Right. Well, my, in my mind, my client was the girls living in the house. In my mind, my client is always the person living in the house. Mm-hmm. But yes, I had to go through several committees and lots and lots of meetings to get to where we wanted to go with lots of sorority moms and um, members yeah. and all that. So yeah. And I'm not a sorority girl. So it was a brand new, very intimidating experience for me. But I got through. I can so, imagine. Yeah. Well, or how to realize how they live. You right. Know? Like, yeah. So what are you guys doing most of the time? Yeah. How do you make like, something youthful but durable? but so elegant as well. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, one of the things I did was that I wanted to make sure all the fabrics were going to last and they weren't going to wear. Another thing that I really focused on was using a classic pattern. So using a pattern, but making sure it was like a really classic Schumacher pattern that wasn't going to go out of style. And Mm -hmm. just adding in that fun, like I've got a leopard print, pink leopard print on a gray and white uh, wallpapered wall. And I love that. Just a little bit of cheekiness Mm -hmm. to the space. But then you did a big Roman shade that matched the wallpaper. Yeah, I love that. Is that that the trick to doing like... An accent wall? Yeah, an accent wall. Yeah, I love to carry things throughout the space Mm -hmm. and and have, you know, like you said, exactly. The wallpaper echoed in the Roman shades and it just really brought the space together. I think that is a good trick. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm really over just the one accent wall and Mm -hmm. never carrying that anymore. I think it's it's been done a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It looks like a little random, sort of a mistake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone asked us about that too recently. And I think that, yeah, that's a great tip for people to take away. Just if you are going to do the accent wall, and even if it's just a bold, one bold color. Yes. Or like if you're doing your island navy or something, just use it again, you know. Absolutely. Like you said, carry it through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even in another colorway, that that particular uh, wallpaper comes in multiple colorways and you could have done that same pattern in a different colorway and it would have had some connectivity for Mm -hmm. the space, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Now, did you keep the same palette throughout the home? I did not. Mm-hmm. I tried to keep some of the the black and white balancing all the different colors. So I did use a lot of black. Um, but mainly in the historic rooms, which we did, I, I kept everything um, very 
very, it, all the rooms are different. So um, I did want them, one of my main focuses was though, if you moved a chair from one room, it would go in the other room. Oh, so, that's smart. Um, that you didn't, you know, it all worked together. That's really smart. And that's a good thing for people to consider. I mean, yeah, like if you're going to do your dining chairs, like order two extra, and put them, put them somewhere room. else, but then they could pull up. But exactly. They need to be able to be a dining chair that'll like coordinate to right. whatever you're, right. you know. Yeah, they could be your accent yeah. chairs or something. Yeah. Yeah, good idea. Did you have any wood paneling you had to paint? <laughs> and this old one? Well, people yeah. freak out about yeah. it. I'm wondering if you had any that you had to we, we did. We did. Mm-hmm. And um, also the architect on this project was um, a historic architect who was very, very picky about what we could do and what we couldn't do. And I wanted to paint the pocket doors, which were original, and he vetoed me. <laughs> and in the end, I'm glad because we had a lot of painted materials, painted furniture, painted mm-hmm. built-ins. And so that kind of got some historic balance there and some just a natural feeling to the room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was. Uh, we were scared. <laughs> we were scared to touch the house at all. We wanted so, to do it justice. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, that makes sense. I did. I did actually notice there were several projects where you had um, wood doors or wood molding or something, and um, and it was. Uh, well, I have a question about that. Um, like, how do you work that into your? design i guess Plan. or like because mm-hmm. it almost the door becomes almost like a focal point right that right. you may not necessarily have imagined as a focal point right so how do you i don't know plan for it yeah, yeah. plan for it and make it feel intentional and not like you have leftover door door like from, yeah. paint it. Yeah. right right well i think refinishing it always helps mm-hmm. you know we refinish the doors in the house to make sure that they had some life to them mm-hmm. giving the old wood mm-hmm. new life was really important i'm about to start a 15 bedroom airbnb in athens and i'm really excited about that and one of my goals also on the same street in millage and one of my goals is to not take everything out of this older craftsman style home and really use what i can but unfortunately, a lot of it is not my aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of working right now. You know, the fireplaces are painted, but the real way to do them would be for me to strip them down and refinish the wood. Um, it would just be very, very heavy mm-hmm. for my design and for the look. So I'm kind of – I'm always trying to balance that. I don't want to be known as a designer who goes into historic ro- houses and just rips everything down and puts all new in and modern. I, I, I really believe in um, being true to the house. The yeah. old homes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask about um, the sorority house because I imagine they have a lot of different things they do there. Yeah. You know, they have meetings. They watch TV. There are hundreds of people that live there. Yeah. So how do – because it's kind of – it seems sort of backwards that a house is huge with this many people living there could also have some small space tips. But I imagine that because it's so multipurpose, there are lots of things that you could kind of apply if you have – not a lot of space, but it needs to serve a lot of purposes. Yeah. Think? I mean, for one thing for sure, I try not to use any glass. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> um, that would just be covered with all the girls' drinks and things like that. So okay. the other thing was I edited very well. So mm-hmm. I used larger accessories as opposed to lots of mini accessories. And everything was done in kind of the a trio or a pair. Um, and That's it was – and I took photos of everything as well and gave them a book at the end and said, this is how the rooms look and should look and maintain. Um, <laughs> That's smart. That no, might that be controlling. Yeah. But. <laughs> no, because no, I remember we moved around all the furniture. Yeah. That's, that's what they do. Whatever we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We moved all the furniture. So it makes sense. Yeah. 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 This is your guide. Put everything back when <laughs> right. you're done, yeah. ladies. And I think less is more. Uh-huh. Um, and that's what I tried to focus on, too. Like their accessory um budget or plan was not that big because we had these boulder prints on the on the walls and we had great fabrics and I did a lot of built-ins as well because they do move furniture so much I wanted yeah. to limit they limit that as much as possible yeah so. well what about like seating because I mean I don't know I wasn't in a sorority so I don't really know all the ins and outs but I imagine they have like big they want like 15 people watch a movie. Yeah. How do you fit pe- 15 people into a normal size living room? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm doing a living room right now for 20 and a dining room for 20. So that's kind of interesting. How? A family? A family. A big How? family. Oof. 20 Custom people. tables, custom sofas. Okay. Custom tables yeah. and custom sofas. Yeah. That's the answer. Are you doing yeah. a giant section or several sofas? Um, I am doing a built-in U-shaped sofa for the TV room mm-hmm. and then for the 
keeping room instead of making it a breakfast nook because I have seating in the island. I'm going to do a built-in kind of banquet, but one that's really deep. Uh-huh. Um, lots and lots of family, lots of little kids. So I wanted it to be fun and durable for them. And mm-hmm. she's a big cook, so. Ah, so she needs all the people. She needs people all the people. will be in the kitchen, I should yes. say. Yes, yeah. Sure. Their average dinner is 20 people. Wow. What? Yeah. What? How? Wow. Where? Where are these people coming from? I don't even be making spaghetti. I don't even have 20 friends on this. Ordering pizza? Yeah, or yeah. pizza. That's all yeah. you get yeah. for that many people. That's nice. It's a design challenge for sure. Without doing, you know, I don't want to do two tables. Right. Because that kind of breaks up the party. So, right. And something that doesn't look so massive in the space. Like a cafeteria. Right. Right. That's okay. Hard. But, okay, say you are trying to seat like – you. 20 people. I mean, mm-hmm. well, that's a little excessive. But like, say you're trying to seat 12 people even in one living room. Seems like a lot mm-hmm. to me, maybe. Yeah. But if it's not an exceptionally large room, are there little tricks that oh, you for do? Sure. Yeah. I love floor pillows. Stack those up in a corner and you can always pull those out. Um, I love anything foldable. This sounds silly, but things you can keep in a coat closet and you can just bring it out. Um, as far as seating goes. Chairs? Like, are there eat. chairs that are comfortable enough to watch a movie in that you can pull up? Yes, mm. if you put a cushion on them. Okay. There no, wait. Go. I come from a big family. If you're the last in the room, you, you do get the like – you either get the floor or you get like the uncomfortable bench. I used to watch TV on the floor all the time. Yeah. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. But you shot me down when I suggested it for your sister's living room. You said no. Listen, that was her, not me. Just saying. I also disagreed with the that the I floor remember. Cushion. Well, no, I, I like the idea of floor cushions for overflow guests. Yes. But if every time my f- whole family came to sit mm-hmm. down and watch a movie, two of them were relegated mm-hmm. to the floor, mm-hmm. I could yeah. imagine the moaning and groaning yes. I would hear. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. fair. They're permanent. So how many people permanently live in this house? 20. Oh, permanently only two. But what? God, they have they just four children and they have four all the time. And they're married and they all live locally and they all have children and they come over all the time. Oh. Got, it. Got it. So got yeah. it. But as far as seating goes, I also like the sofas that have the ottoman that serves as a chase, and that can be your coffee mm. table some days. And then when you have other seating, I love that idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really into modular furniture, but not in the no offense IKEA. I love IKEA, but not in the IKEA way. Mm-hmm. You know, a little more upscale from that. So. Right. Yeah. Things that just serve dual purpose. Absolutely mm-hmm. for sure. Like Smart. swivels. Do you do like little love swivels. pull up things? Yes. I love a swivel. I too. love a swivel. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like right now, we just did DeFi sorority in Michigan. I just got back last night, and we did a swivel chair on either side of the console in the entrance. So when they do have more girls in the main room, they can pull those out and just swivel them around, watch ah, TV. So that's smart. yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I think sometimes I worry that a chair that's small enough to maybe fit more than just a sofa into your room is not going to be comfortable enough for an extended period. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I guess you just got to go do the research and sit your butt in a lot of different that's seats. That's true. It's yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. true. Or get a designer and trust them to do it for that you. That works too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good. I just phone found phone. the best chair ever on Amazon. And it's a copy of an Eames chair mm-hmm. and it's 500 bucks. And it is the most comfortable chair I've ever sat in. Like I bought it for my husband for Christmas. We put it in his office because he, he has to. He sits at his desk so much mm-hmm. that he has to move around sometimes. He just gets stiff. It is amazing. I sh- I'll give you all the link for so it. So it's a desk chair. No, it's oh, a it's a lounge chair. Oh, okay, but it's, like that. It's like a beautiful recliner. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might need it. Well, speaking of that, I, first of all, I feel like your blog has a lot of great tips and very practical advice for people. Thank you. You know, it's got mm-hmm. easy ways to update your kitchen or where to splurge and where yeah. to save and all of that, um, which mm-hmm. I thought was so smart. Um, but it gets to that. Like you were saying, side chairs. Yeah. Don't splurge. You yeah. know, where should we splurge? Exactly. Where should we say? I mean, I think you should splurge 100% in a good sofa. Like get a great sofa that you can have forever and all you do is just reupholster it. A good frame, American made, fantastic. I think that you can also splurge in your kitchen cabinets. I think that's a good place to splurge. Uh, countertops, you know, trends come and go. You'll have them for five to seven, 10 years, but get a good quality base cabinet that you can just update the hardware and the doors over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as just furniture goes, I mean, dining room table. I've had a dining room table, a Burlwood dining room table for years and years and years, and I'll never get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But I've changed my chairs four times. Huh. So I think yeah. that's a really good you know, investment pieces. My favorite piece of furniture is a console table because you can use it anywhere. And everywhere. So 
True. That's a good example sense. too. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Because I have one in the bedroom. I have one in the living room. You can use it for media, dining room. Exactly. I have to rearrange my house for Christmas because I, don't, I have a small house. So if I'm putting up a tree, I've got to re- like rearrange the living room. Right. And so I took my console that I had in the living room and put it in the dining room. And then I fell in love with it in, the, with it in there. So now I don't want to move it back. <laughs> that white one? Yes. It was great. Like where it's the Edishir so was? true. I put it in the window. Yeah, I love fantastic. it. Fantastic. So what'd you do with the Edishir? I moved it to another little wall in the dining room and it all looks great in there. And now I have, have a big hole in my living room. <laughs> well, perfect. you're just going to have to buy another console. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I no hear shopping. no problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I want to get back to the sculptural sort of unique silhouettes of the furniture because it seemed like a signature, I guess, mm-hmm. of your style. Mm-hmm. And I know you mentioned before that you love to... Um, like that? Well, yeah, and there was like this one coffee table that had like these sharp, like pointy things. Yes, yes. And there were lots of, there was a Mm -hmm. really funky shaped dining table, these weird things on the legs. Mm -hmm. And there was just a lot of stuff that was super unique. And I mean, I can't imagine that all of those pieces are affordable. I imagine it's like you're splurging on something that's really a wow. Right. So, but they felt risky. So, that was one of the things you yeah. said on your blog, where to splurge on statement pieces. Right. So Absolutely. these, I imagine, are statement pieces. Yes, they are. And my background was originally art history. And so I'm really into sculptural and the way things are formed. And mm-hmm. so I love to take a risk with a piece like that. And, you know, some clients I've had this hand chair that's in one of my projects that I absolutely love. I own one myself. And I've had some clients say, I would never have that chair. And then some clients are like, I cannot believe this is the best looking thing I've ever seen because it's so different. Mm -hmm. I love things that are different. Having grown up Mm -hmm. in interior design, always seeing kind of just the same stuff over and over again, I look for something that's different. Yeah. Where do you, I mean, where do you look for stuff like that? Because I- Apparently Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, all in one time. (laughs) I mean, well, yeah, because like yeah. you, you, you don't want it to be something you can find easily, but then you have to go do the legwork to find it. Yeah, I've r- have really um, curated lots of great vendors that I work with, and I, I they always send me like their latest Weirdo. weirdest yes. pieces. Now I do think there's a difference between weird, quirky. Mm-hmm. And kind of like fun. And I lean to the towards the like fun and quirky because when it gets too different, it can be it goes from like conversation piece to what the heck is that? Yeah. No, I, I definitely understand what you mean. It's like an old dentist chair that's metal that's like creepy weird. But right, you're like, right. Yeah, that you're like, no, why mm-hmm. is that there? Versus yeah. like again, something that's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Where'd you get it from? Exactly. Looks, you know, not from around here. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. I noticed some unusual things with art too. I felt like there was a lot of sculptural art on the wall, like yeah. things that weren't necessarily one dimensional and like kind of like some carved, like one thing that was like sort of, it looked like almost like a, maybe it was paper. It almost mm-hmm. looked like carved white thingies. Yes. This? And yeah, that. Yeah. There was a the tortoise wall shells treatment. Tortoise yes. shells too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Painted white tortoise shells. Mm-hmm. Again, so just anything different, anything mm-hmm. that kind of, grabs your eye. Um, I like to have something that like no one else, no one else has seen before. And now the tortoise shells we did in a, um, on the same street. Sounds like I've done the whole street, but I haven't, I swear. On millage. <laughs> not yet, at if least. If you're looking for someone to do millage. <laughs> um, they're a um, wealth management company. And I wanted something that wasn't really didn't, you know, say, oh, we're classic or we're traditional or we're this or that. So the white tortoise shells were so interesting to add in and mm-hmm. with some modern furniture and the antique walls. So yeah. Yeah. All right. One of the things that I fell in love with was the exterior of the ranch. That uh, both of our ladies here live in ranches. We yeah. were talking about mm-hmm. it right before you arrived. Mm-hmm. Much to Taryn's like chagrin. She's Yes. I love a ranch. Everyone says that. Everyone loves a ranch. Karen love loves hers. Taryn hates hers. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's strong words. Wait, why do you love a ranch? I Well, my, my dream house is a ranch. So I have to tell you that, first of all. When we build our house next, it will be ranch for sure. I'm sick of stairs. I mean, I'm sick of them. I have four girls. They all have the hole upstairs. I never go up there because I'm like, I don't want to know what's going on. <laughs> and and um, I just I just love the wide open space, being able to, in, in the house that we're going to build, we're going to walk out, be able to walk out and have the, you know, accordion folding doors. Mm-hmm. And I just love the feeling of it. Why do you not That's like fair. it? Mine's old. 
We all know my issues. Everybody listening is rolling their eyes. Taryn feels like it's in disrepair. Oh, yeah. That's what mine is. Okay. Structural okay. issues mm-hmm. that okay. she... That's more so, not the actual physical layout we were just discussing. I love that. That's great. Well, but I do think that's not – I feel like that's a pretty common thing. When you've been in a house for a long time, it like – You have to put money into uh, things you can't see, which is depressing. Mm -hmm. Well, and also it feels – For some reason, I think it feels easier to renovate a house that you are buying. Like it's a fresh slate and so you aren't stuck in like – but I, I think, like the idea of living in a house, figuring out what you want, and then renovating, that's true. which is what I did. Yeah, because you get but to you've know been there it. like ten yeah. years, haven't you? In your Me? House? Oh, I thought you were talking to. Because how long have you been in your house, Karen? Um, t- ten years. Okay. But I've renovated it at four. At four years, four or five years. So it's been renovated for six years. No, it's been renovated four years. Sorry. Got oh, okay. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So after I lived five or six years there. I feel like for you, Taryn, you just feel like it You're It feels too monstrous to get it to where you want it to, yeah. so you just want to tear the whole thing down. Right? Yes. It but feels like, like too at much. At the same time, I, yeah, but I'm like, but at the same time, can you rip it down and then place everything into little piles for me so we can reuse it all? Like, so I can have the same wooden floors and right. use that recycled brick because I think it's so cool that it's not like yeah. uniform. Yeah. And, but see, that's unrealistic too. Mm-hmm. I'm a dreamer. That'll be more expensive, yeah. I'm a dreamer. But the house that you did, back mm-hmm. to you. Exactly. <laughs> back to our guest, yes. I just thought it was phenomenal. This is just from the exterior. I don't remember if I saw interior shots. But it it transformed the look of this house. It didn't look like a 50s ranch anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Which one are you talking about? It was a, like a brick ranch, and then you took the center and kind of bumped it oh, up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Of, of course. course it was I know you. which one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That one, because I feel like so many people just dislike a ranch because it feels dated. But then suddenly this house, which kind of had the same exact footprint, you just sort of redid the entry and bumped it up a little bit in the middle. Right. It felt oh, like it was from yesterday. Yeah. I mean, that was a great project. This was a growing family. They were pregnant with their first baby when I met them. And now I'm still friends with them. And they've had their second little girl who they're like five now. So it was a few years ago. And they found this little kind of beaten up ranch and we just wanted to add rooms for the kids up top and a big open playroom and it was a great remodel and renovation um one of the things that we did was we didn't tear down every wall i kept the original door which was really important to me i wanted to keep some of the character of the house because we were painting the whole thing and re-landscaping and everything and um i i think that we kept we kept the floors as well and we updated all the you know very simple thing updated all the light fixtures, updated all the paint, you know, really mm. easy, easy mm-hmm. stuff. But it gave it a lot of good look by keeping the door and the floors uh-huh. throughout. Did you refinish the floors? Did yes, we okay. did. Yeah. We did. We did. Yeah. It turned um, out lovely. I feel like Karen was maybe, maybe insinuating, I hate my ranch stuff. I took that target. I didn't insinuate it. I said it. <laughs> you always <laughs> complain about yeah, it. Yeah, you hate it. No, I've had some positives. Let's listen back. There's got to be some positives. <laughs> okay, Whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a question about how you got into um, the commercial stuff and how much do you love oh, yeah. the stores and the different things you've done? It's been amazing. Um, we just are partnering with Golden Pantry Market mm-hmm. yeah. and we just did their market downtown and commercial was something I've done all my life, almost 20 years in the business and always done offices and things like that. Um, and so when Golden Pantry called, I was like, I don't know anything about gas stations. I'm sorry. I would love to meet with y'all. But and they said, well, this is not a gas station. This is a high-end urban market. I was like, in, I'm in. <laughs> um, so we work with a lot of local artisans uh, in, from Athens, and we created this golden this this market, this urban market, and it was so amazing. It is totally different than residential design, though. Mm-hmm. You have to think about the flow. I had to learn about water coolers and mm. drink dispensers and the sizes of them and how they function and what they need. So we really planned um, this baby from you know. Conception all the way to it was a turnkey project to the very very end, and how durable the uh, bathrooms needed to be and ADA mm-hmm. approved and it was just a whole different ball game. I'm still learning about all the different hardware mechanisms. <laughs> it's quite a challenge, <laughs> but I love it. And I will tell you what is amazing about commercial design is there's not a lot of feelings. Sometimes it, being a designer, you know, you have a lot of people that you deal with, you deal with, they're going through something, they're going through a divorce and they just bought a new house or they're just married and they're in their first house. There's a lot of like 
how I want it to feel, how I want it to look. With a corporate company, bottom line, they want the bottom line. Right. You know, how can I sell the most product? How can I keep the shelves on? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of yeah. an interesting take. Yeah. And it gets me away from so much emotion sometimes. Yeah. So. That makes sense. It's probably a good just mm-hmm. break. Yeah. Yeah. Just step away and be like, I'm just going to. But at the same time, you make it feel so good that people want to return. That's like parts. Right. How do you bring in that good, like, oh my gosh, it right. feels one off. Because you feels... know when you walk in those spaces. Yes. Yeah. You're yeah. like, somebody curated this so perfectly. <laughs> yeah. And we, we even merchandised for them, which was hilarious. I mean, it was just so funny. And thank God we have our own stores. We were able to bring in right. like our amazing yeah. store manager and have her help with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I want, that's how I, I wanted to bring in local artists to do that. So adding in elements of wood that were all handmade mm-hmm. and this huge, massive Parisian awning um, that was probably too big of an undertaking <laughs> taking for our local <laughs> artist. Um, but we had it all all handmade. And you can just feel it. It's not so contrived mm-hmm. when you go in there. The yeah. next thing I'm getting rid of is the gondolas, the pre-made, pre-formed, hang your Cheez-Its on it gondolas. Oh. And I'm going to l- figure out a way to make that more interesting at yeah. the next market we do. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. That is so... S- I'm excited to see this. Yeah. <laughs> we need to take a trip up to Athens. Well, yes, I just, you, you know do. when stores are good. Yeah, and, you true. know what I mean? But you yes. also... I'll stand there and be like, why does this feel good? Why am I loving? The senses. All the senses. You want to be met with a good smell. And they have a chef cooking in the kitchen. And you want to feel warm. And you want to have light. And Mm -hmm. you have to meet all your senses, in my opinion. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. One thing that you recently mentioned on your Instagram was what you thought was sort of coming down the pipeline for 2020 Mm -hmm. and the new year. What's in, what's out. Yeah. what, (laughs) What do you feel like? Where are we going? As Branches far as trends out. go and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I see a lot of rattan happening right now. I see a lot of French influence. I, of course, I'm big into to French French designs personally. Um, I see a lot of metallics always, right? Always we see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really hoping that everyone gets away from, and I hate to say this because I just did a house tone on tone, but people are just still embracing wallpapers and patterns and colors mm-hmm. and art so afraid to just be a little bit more fun and quirky mm-hmm, and right. wild. Um, Express yourself a little bit. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. I mean, linen is beautiful, tone-on-tone linens and velvets, gorgeous. One of my favorite things on the planet. But mix in some hot pink or, you know, a great yeah. pattern and just have a little more fun. Yeah. Make your house about you. Yeah, you know? that makes sense. Yeah. Um, what about fixtures and finishes, though? Because I feel like well, and you work with renovations a lot, yeah. but I feel like you can have a little bit more fun maybe with a, an occasional chair, but you may not be willing to do something that's a permanent fixture in the house. You want something that you're Tile like, okay, things like I'm that. A, yeah, mm-hmm. like what now I'm do all you about steer it. more? Yeah, you've yeah. had a lot of really brilliant geometric bright oh, I love green painted tiles. cement tile mm-hmm. I love those oh my forever. gosh that tile on the back on the sink the wall green. yes so with your pretty. hexagon mirror so, so pretty good I yeah, that it. was custom made for us for a client she loved purples and greens and I was like oh okay <laughs> me too <laughs> how do I do this and yeah. so we found a way to custom make this tile I'm really proud of I love that I it love looks fantastic. And it doesn't – if you don't like purple and green as a combination, when you look at that, you're not, like, offended, mm. you know? So mm-hmm. – um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think tiles is a great way to do it. Right now, I think one of the biggest challenges is no one knows where to go from stainless steel to matte black to antique brass. Not everyone likes the antique brass. Mm. I love it. Right. I have it in my house. But of course, I always yeah. say it's that's easy to change, you know? Sure. So I have a lot of clients who are like, where do I go? And so recently I did a kitchen, a green kitchen, and we did copper. We did an antique distressed copper. And that was really pretty. Yeah. Um, and then people are afraid to also match that. So she says, oh, do I have to do my whole house in copper now? I'm right. like, absolutely not, Mm-mm. you know? So we added in a black faucet in the laundry room, and then that allowed her to bring in more black pieces. Um, so, Yeah. Okay. So maybe just days of, you know, everyone has a a Tuscan style kitchen, you know, with what was that brown granite or whatever that everyone had. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like those days are over a little bit. You know, you don't have to feel so tied to what's in style. Right. Like you're saying, what do you love? Because we, we talk a lot about by the time it's time to renovate, it doesn't really matter what it was. 
Right. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. might as well do what you love because yeah. it's going to be dated no matter what. Right. In 10, 15 years, you're going to probably sure. need new countertops or at least new hardware right. or a new faucet. What makes your heart skip a beat when you see it, when mm-hmm. you find a new paper? Does it does this just make you go, oh my gosh, I love this. I can never live without it. Then that you should have that for yes. sure. Whether you right. use it, you frame a little piece of it if you can't afford it or you you know do a whole bathroom in it. Um and I think the same thing goes for making choices with your fixtures and your faucets and all your kind of like hard surfaces in your house. Like, what do you love? I just did my house as plain as possible because I have four teenage girls. And I was like, this is just going to be a mess every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we did white on white on white on white. And I can just Clorox it up and it's done. And I, and I love that. So are you talking about your textiles or just like your baths and kitchens? Or just hard services. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hard services. My textiles okay. are all over the map. But okay. yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking because you love color so much. I'm like, your yeah. house is what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Our whole house will actually be in Rachel Ray Magazine this month, so that's kind of fun. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was, it was so crazy. Famous. It was crazy. I, I was on steroids at the time, so the pictures of me are not really that great. I'm, like, very <laughs> mad. Oh, you mean really on steroids? I was really – I, I was very, was- <laughs> very sick at the time, and um, and I was, like, literally on steroids, and so I'm just – I just look – Furious. My kids look great though. <laughs> My husband looks cute. Your house looks good. My house looks good. Good. <laughs> That's all that matters. Just don't look at me. You look, you look real cute today. Oh, that thanks. dress again. Yeah, loving. Thanks. So for anyone that sees Rachel Rice, <laughs> right. She's real cute. <laughs> Not angry. Not all. angry. Well, steroids make you angry. Sorry. I don't know if you've ever been on them for a sinus infection of the flu, but they make you they're crabby. Crabby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't know, but well, plus good, add the yeah. stress of hey, you're coming to take pictures of my house for a magazine True. and my dog and my children. Yeah, yeah. oh, I'd be nuts. Did yeah. you do anything to prep your house for the photo shoot? Uh, Heck yes. yes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what you know, did you do? We were what just having breakfast. We were just laying, you know, laying around. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, major changes. Yes. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I moved a lot of art around. I brought in a bunch of furniture from my store. um, And I didn't really know what his take was going to be on the whole house. I mean, most of it was done, but I wanted it in my head perfect. So my design team and I spent a week at my house just moving everything around. And before when when HGTV photographed one of our projects, they styled the house. Mm -hmm. And that was like, okay, y'all take care of it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And they shipped in accessories and everything that was perfect. This time they were like, you're styling it, which as a designer made me happy, but as someone who has deadlines, <laughs> I was terrified. Sure. Yeah. So I think the only way I actually got through it was on the steroids because I was just <laughs> up all night long, you know? Yeah, up all definitely. I mean, there's, no matter how done your house is as a designer, it's never truly where you want it. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's never yeah. truly where you want it. I can imagine because your eye is so wanting perfection all the time. Yes. We're probably all satisfied with mediocre and probably delighted if we get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I borrowed stuff from my mom and all sorts of stuff. Well, but does it not make you sad when you have to return it? Oh, yeah. It was so sad. It Just was don't so return sad. It. I know. Right? She's <laughs> still missing two verses. <laughs> but no, yeah. I get that. My house, I think, is great. And then people, yeah, I plan some kind of party and I'm like, oh my gosh, my house is the most mediocre. Like I need to, I should have done X, Y, Z before. Yeah. So I can't imagine photos in a magazine. I would like lose it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And just hoping like everyone behaves and the dog smiles, you know, sits down and I look at the corners of the beds and, you know, it was just, it was, it's a big deal to have a, yeah. to shoot in your house. Yeah. Yeah. A big deal. Well, did anyone actually stay there that week or did you ship your family out? You're so smart. I shipped them all out. Absolutely. Yeah. No way. I mean, no. I was like, I'm not making this bed 16 uh-uh. times, you know? Uh-uh. So I would have oh shipped them out too. Yeah, yeah. Just even and it was so much easier when it's a client's house. Because uh-huh. I'm just like, y'all t- I'll take care of everything. I show up in my t-shirt, my sweatpants, yeah. you know, and I s- just do it. But when it's your own house, it's very different. Yeah. yeah. Get out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch that. <laughs> my gosh. Uh, that living room, Karen has it pulled up, the oh, one that has like the wooden. through all your photos. Um, the ceiling you did with the wooden beams was so good. The living room, you just had it up. Anyway. Oh, it was a prior house? Sorry. Mm-hmm. I- I'm over here just shopping. <laughs> she is. She's just shopping. <laughs> you have here. a great website. It really is wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just trying to find that um, ranch, but I know it was on your Instagram, so I'll show it to Tara later. Yeah. So I can renovate mine and keep my ranch. <laughs> I want to see pictures of this ranch. Oh, she's fine. Yeah. She's, she's it's fine. cute. It's really cute. Taryn's downplaying. It's very cute. But, you know, it's funny because over the weekend I was looking at real estate 
I don't, I've decided that Go I need on. to downsize, oh. even though I love my house. And oh my God, this probably Karen, won't happen. Joe would kill you. Wouldn't well, I was telling him. So I was shopping around the neighborhood and whatever. Let me tell you, ranches are a great deal. And when you look at the space, the space is fabulous. Yeah. None of the houses in my neighborhood, I live in like a 1920s house. Mm-hmm. None of the houses in my neighborhood have foyers. Right. And you, know, you walk right into the living room. All these ranches have big giant foyers, all these amazing windows. I was just like, what? these are really undervalued, yeah. underrated. I love it. I love a ranch. Love it, and I kind of <laughs> like how groovy and cool it is. It's got this sort of modern. Karen, we can swap. You, we can totally swap, <laughs> like hard swap. Now, Let's what are you da- what are you downsizing from? So you have a nineteen twenties, uh, yeah, bungalow. Okay, um, and then about uh, four or five years ago, we um, renovated the kitchen and, and kind of absorbed a bedroom from the kitchen so that we could get to the backyard. There was no mm-hmm. way to get to the backyard. So then I had taken one of my son's bedrooms, and we only had two bedrooms left. So I had to go up. Right. And add another bedroom upstairs for him and then added a guest room. Nice. So it's four bedrooms. Right. Um, but my youngest son's in college. And yeah. so I'm like, well, yeah. do we need that? But of course, we just renovated the basement and added a bar and a right. kitchen <laughs> and a wine room and a gym because that's what we need. And you, you know, of course. Pool and a pool. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's hard to give all that up. I mean, is it? <laughs> I'm gonna love it. I really feel like you I'm are, really gonna, gonna utilize the bar and Maybe your pool. Pool. I love the pool. Yes, mm-hmm. and you'll just love my little El Rancho. I will. Great El Rancho. <laughs> sounds like a good deal. Yeah, I love this deal. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Bringing people together—it's what yes, the podcast is I like all it. about. I have swaps. Like, <laughs> I feel like we should do some decorating to Let's people. let's solve some problems. Oh, this is from Louise. Louise has some tall ceilings. Those are... Holy cow, Louise. Y'all have to check out this photo. She writes, my husband had a house built for us last year. It was his design, dot, dot. No, he is not an architect. Exclamation. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, Louise. The home has a lot of great features, but some hard to deal with features also. Number one is the fireplace in the family room. What can I do with it? I hung this mirror, but I don't think it looks great. I have other issues, but I'll just start with this one. So Louise has trusted us with one issue. Yeah, I and like if it. We do you well, make it bite size. Yeah, I got it. Because yeah. we have one image, and it is of this pretty fireplace that has sort of like maybe nickel a penny tile around mm-hmm. it or something, and then it has white wood paneling around it. But then it goes all the way up to this. I mean, what do you think this is? A thirty foot ceiling? I mean, the scale's off. Ginormous for sure. I mean, the scale, the whole, whole scale of the fireplace is off. Um, and she doesn't have any crown molding. At all, or oh, any at the molding. top of the room. No. Yeah. So that also makes everything look different. What? Well, how is she going to solve that? <laughs> Louise, have your husband call us. <laughs> <laughs> um, for sure, I would think a larger mirror, much, much, much larger. Um, but I wouldn't be opposed to her actually taking off the top panels of the trim either because I'm not sure how big the room is, but this is not working. Even if she flanked the fireplace with two kind of taller pieces like bookcases or armoires and they match and that would bring some height to the room or did really oversized art on either side of the fireplace, you're still going to have a scale problem here. So yeah, got to go much, much bigger with everything or take off some of the paneling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if she took sort of this panel idea and filled the wall with it? That'd be great too. Would yeah. that work? Yeah, I love that. That would sort of make some something of interest on this ginormous yes. wall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I don't think that would be expensive. No, trim work is not that bad. Uh-uh. You just need someone who's good. I mean, yeah, I like that. Idea then you too. could hang like a big tapestry or something way above well, there if you did all of it. I don't know. It had to be yeah. massive. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know. The way that, yeah, because it, it's just a strip, you guys, up the wall. Like imagine a 30-foot ceiling, I guess, or something, and you've got a fireplace in the middle of it, and then there's a strip that goes up the width of the fireplace. It's of a sort of trim. 
That's in white. Yeah. That's white. That's painting a contrasting color to the wall. So it does feel like a big stripe up the wall. Mm-hmm. The other thing I feel like that's challenging is those sconces. And I love a sconce and I love sconces on a fireplace. That's really pretty. But it makes it to where anything that you put here is going to have to be super skinny. Yeah. So it's like I wish that the sconces were like on the outside. You could put really big ones mm-hmm. on the outside mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like maybe she could even, you know, they have those like dinky little covers for a sconce. So like take the actual fixture maybe off the wall, mm-hmm. put one of those dinky little plastic covers on it, but then put a huge mirror. Right. Yes. Cover that. That's just. That expands the, the width of the mantle almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then goes all the way up. Yeah. Because you don't need. I mean, you could take off those little cross mm-hmm. horizontal pieces of trim and have mm-hmm. it. Go up too. I think if she took off all that mold, like took off all of that above the mantle, just like take off all that trim work. Really? It's just not adding anything. Well, it makes your eye literally run up the wall. So all you do is realize how much wall there is. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, you'll still have lots of space, but you're not, your eye's not going, ooh, like it's the lighter area. So your eye literally is going, what's going on? And having it be a contrasting color is. See, I like the more, I like the trim work idea better than just plain drywall. Yeah. Just, that's a lot of drywall. Yeah. Well, mine's cheaper than your <laughs> I don't think it would be that expensive, honestly, okay. to put up trim. I don't think it's that bad. Um, and I, I definitely think she should add some sort of molding at top um, as well to finish the room off. All the way around yeah. the ceiling yeah. of the room. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, can we assume that this is an open floor plan? And how, what if there's like weird – like what if it doesn't end – Flow correctly. Stri- right. You know, straight. That's tough. Straight. Yeah. Louise, ask your husband. He built it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have this mirror called the Emile mirror, Mm A-M-I-E-L. And it's huge. Very tall. (laughs) It's ginormous. And it has sort of a soft arch at the top. I feel like that could kind of work if she – but she would have to remove the the sconces. Yeah. Um, You feel like the sconces have to go. I mean, I like the sconces. Yeah. My issue with it is just it makes whatever's in between them have to be super skinny. And so then it's going to be like a second super tall skinny thing. And then they're going to be at the bottom of – if you put something very tall there, they're going to be at the bottom of it, Mm -hmm. which is sort of weird. Yeah. Even a mirror layered with a piece of art would be pretty Mm -hmm. to expand the width of this. She just needs more width. So taking out the sconces – Doing a mirror offset to the left and a piece layered on top of it to the right that's a little bit shorter would be kind of nice. And that would give you a lot of width there and mm-hmm. having the mirror be really large. Uh-huh. What if she painted that whole thing the color of the wall? Or kept the her fireplace wall, around the- white. Mm-hmm. Or the but there's way more wall. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just think it would help with the stripe mm-hmm. yeah. sitch that's yeah. happening. That's a very inexpensive approach. Right. You know, one thing really she works. could also do is hang a huge chandelier. Mm-hmm. That would probably help. Down the front mm-hmm. of it. Well, in the middle of the room, yeah. right? But I think just Hang visually it it'll bring – That's yeah. true. It'll cut off some yep. of that sight line to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And raising whatever on the side of her fireplace higher. Yeah, you need tall stuff. Tall pieces. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you need a bigger plant. A big old tree. Big mm-hmm. tree. Or, or a big tall pedestal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is a pretty common problem. It may not be as exact. Like her seems – her ceiling seems – Extra tall. Extra tall. Mm-hmm. But like say we're not looking at Louise's room, but we're just looking at anyone that has a double story living room and they have the same problem. Is that like what is like your normal sort of go-to solutions uh, for Okay, that? yeah. When you have a really tall ceiling yeah. room, fireplace. Yeah. I mean, I think all of the things we've discussed doing oversized – scale is everything to me, mm-hmm. you know, and having the right scale light fixture – you know, and maybe even in this room, bringing the fixture down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it kind of detracts from that. Um, having pieces that are as wide as they are tall helps a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And I think painting is also a really good idea as well. And just kind of blending it in. I tell my clients, there's going to be something in each room that you just need to ignore. Uh-huh. Now, this <clears throat> You is- don't mean their spouse. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Depends sometimes. Um, but in this case, you know, I do think painting it all one color could help a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and that might blend it in a lot better as well. So Okay. Yeah. All right, Louise. 
Good luck. Yeah, follow yeah, us. Good luck. And yeah, give us I'm more. If we did you. okay with this one, you can always send us your other <laughs> issues. <laughs> yeah, you really sent, sent us a hardball for our first yeah. try. Thanks. Well, that's probably Sheesh. why she gave no, us one. She's like, this is going to be a doozy. <laughs> All right. So our next one is from Becky. And she writes, I had written in before about our then very empty living room. And your recommendations were incredibly helpful. Oh, At the risk of seeming <laughs> seeming very needy, I'm wondering if I can also have some insight into the family room. This home is great, but I'm finding it difficult to decorate. Photos of what we have are below. I know we need to mount a bigger TV once my husband chooses one, a bigger end table in the corner, and a larger sitting chair next to the console. My biggest dilemma is the walls and windows. I'm scared of hanging curtains with the tight corner windows. Would it look okay, though? Should we get wider art? Should we flank with sconces? I really need help. It just looks off to me with too many rectangles. Any help would be appreciated. Thank you, guys. So she has a standard living room that has a sofa on a long wall, and there's two windows at the ends of that wall on either end. Um, On the short wall is her console with a television. Right to the left of that's another window that almost abuts one of those other windows. They sort of are perpendicular to each other right in the corner. And she's got, um, looks like sort of bamboo shades or something um, mounted inside the windows. And so she's wondering what to do there. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. I think the art above the sofa is way too small, mm-hmm. for sure. I would love to see some great sculptural floor lamps on either side of the sofa. I do think curtains would be really soft and very, very pretty. Um, I don't really like stationary curtains. I like functioning curtains. Um, so that could be a little tricky in the corners. But I definitely think you could you could put panels on the windows um, and keep the bamboo shades because those are great. Mm-hmm. Those are just – you can use those – everywhere. Um, And add panels to the windows that are on either side of the sofa, much bigger art. And you know, she needs some reflection in this room for Mm -hmm. sure. A really large mirror um, and work on the scale. And everything is very one dimensional, don't Mm y'all think? Yeah. So add some different variation in heights. Yeah. Uh, Like the sofa chairs, everything's like the same bottom height. Yeah. I have a question about the panels. Would you, because her windows have a good, a significant amount of space above before Mm -hmm. the angled ceiling starts, where would you mount those curtains? I would mount them right above the window pane. So right above where the actual molding is. Yeah. You would. Okay. And tied in. So, okay. I feel like in your portfolio, you, you have a lot of real bold drapery pattern. Now you tell me if you hate this idea, but I feel like it would really help break up all the beige yeah, in this absolutely. room. Absolutely. And it would make like she needs more height. Yes. Right? And yes. The, like if you do just a tone on tone white panel or just a solid panel, it'll kind of blend. Right. But if you do something with a pattern that's like more bold and fun, it'll like fill up the room more. And so you won't have to do as much work. Absolutely. Right? Yes, okay. for sure. I completely agree. And then maybe bringing in something complementary to that pattern in the colorways or in the print and in, in a similar print on the sofa and the chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, what if she slip covered the two ottomans? Mm, I love that. Because she's not mm-hmm. going to get new ottomans, right? I wouldn't either. But if she just, <laughs> but if she just added a slip cover onto it, then it could be a totally different pattern. Yeah. And yeah, it just true. wouldn't be like. Four pieces all in the same. See, I think this is where she needs like a metal and glass, to your point. She needs something Mm -hmm. glittery and like something that shines. And so I think this is a perfect place to like kind of add in. It could be your own Another texture, you know. Or the lamps you're talking Mm -hmm. about. Or the Mm -hmm. lamps, yeah. But even if she doesn't like color, because it looks pretty neutral, she could do a pattern that doesn't have to be a big colorful pattern. It could be a, you know, a khaki geometric yeah. That your draperies and mm-hmm. also slip well, cover you have the that, um, black and white. It's like a. It almost looks like a paint paint splatter. It's like a black and white. Mm-hmm. That's a Schumacher print. Yes, yeah. yeah. That is. I mean, like you said, it doesn't have to mm-hmm. be a color, mm-hmm. but something bold mm-hmm. or something with Even tape, like a good fun tape on the edge. Right. Yes. The panels would be great. Yeah. Um, and texture. I'd love to see mm. her mix, bring in some different weights of fabrics in this mm. room and um, have some more texture. It's It looks like it's, I love when things are all the same upholstery as the base upholstery, but you've got to mix it up and blend it. And the pillows aren't exactly right. So I check and see if those are a, a blend and then um, have a lumbar would be great too in the mm-hmm. middle of this. Yeah. Because the pillows are, are 
all the same size. Yeah. So again, there's mix no it interest with there's it. There's no yeah. interest in this room. Right. Mm-hmm. It's boring. It's a great room. It looks like a great room, but it's boring. Yeah. So texture interest, adding in floor lamps. Um, I think this chandelier might be the wrong scale as well. Just having a larger <laughs> or maybe a little piece. too high or Too something. high. Yeah. It's really high up there. Okay. I feel like we've given her all of these things. <laughs> Sorry, but, Becky. But here's the thing. She actually has a really good base. Like, yes. she has her oh, Roman yes. shades. Those We're not good. saying chuck a bunch of things. Because no. everything's Just great that's in there. Add in. Add in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're 80% there. It's like she really? has a few mm-hmm. bigger things that give more boldness to the room. Because right now it's like the base. It's not yeah. ugly. It's very tasteful. Yeah. Yes. It just needs more interest. Yes. You are tastefully done. Yeah. <laughs> we like more stuff. <laughs> and if you are afraid of pattern, put it just in the pillows. Yeah. You know, you, exactly. can, you can still go neutral on your draper if you want. But that pillows are a great opportunity to get a little wild. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. <gasps> but look here. Look how you have these. I'm looking at on your portfolio under, let me tell you what it is called. This is called Modern Traditional on your website. <laughs> um, but you've got this one room that has um, drapery and then this amazing lumbar pillow that is all the same pattern. Of course, now I can't find it to show you. But it's this really cool black and white. And it looks so great together because yeah. the drapery, then it's re-echoed in the pillow. And it just mm-hmm, looks mm-hmm. so finished. Yes. Yeah. And that's a good example. Rebecca Atwood is a Brooklyn kind of superstar who um, is an artist and makes her own um, fabrics as well. Yeah. And if she's not wild, but she has a lot of pattern to her. Mm-hmm. And so if people are afraid or they want something more serene, then I use Rebecca Atwood a lot. Yeah. Mm, very well, pretty. and if you get up close, you'll definitely see the pattern. But if you're looking at it like you're standing back, it'll it feels calm, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Screams like at you. Yeah, yeah. especially when you make a drapery panel, a lot of the pattern goes away, and it just sort of becomes a color moment with yes. some interest when yes. you take a pattern and make it into a drapery. Yes, I love that. Yeah, I love that. So don't look at it flat. And you could even like. I don't know how you guys feel, but you could add some sconces too, mm-hmm. or just more table lamps. Louise is going to give you art. her sconces. <laughs> and but your art you should be horizontal. Switch. This is all about get a big horizontal <laughs> piece of art. Yeah, over that sofa. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, it looks comfy, and you got a great start. Thanks, Becky. Thanks for writing in. Yes, send us another one. Yeah, that's good. And send us afters. You know, we like an after. Yes, for sure. Okay. Is that it? Yeah, I think that so. Was so easy and fun. Jay, oh tell gosh. everyone where they can find you, follow you, see your work, all that good stuff. So we're at metalandpetal.com. That's M-E-T-A-L-A-N-D-P-E-T-A-L.com. And we're based in Athens, Georgia, but we do work all over the country. So yeah. And now you have this out. really cool yeah. design to go service. Yes. Which is really fun. So even if you aren't nearby and you want help with a little mini project or whatever, you can do it mm-hmm. all electronically yeah it's Mm -hmm. so fun it's so easy it has a little fill out form right now we're doing breakfast room and a living room that way and it's for you know people that don't want to do a complete remodel or transformation so they can just dip their toes into design it's really a popular thing and we love doing it we all get excited yeah well the website is gorgeous and full of beautiful images so y'all go check it out you will fall in love and And thank you so much athens area you obviously need to go to our store. Oh, or yeah. just walk down Millage. <laughs> no. yeah. Knock on doors. Portfolio. Well, I hope y'all will all come. You're all invited. Oh, so okay. please come and visit us. And awesome. Thank you for having me today. Thank you. Thanks. All right. That's our show. Thank you for listening. Please leave us a review in your podcast app. And of course, check out the show notes at howtodecorate.com slash podcast. We will link to all of Jade's awesome projects, the ones we specifically referenced to. And um, send your questions to podcast ballarddesigns.net. Follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. And don't forget to enable the How to Decorate skill in your Amazon account for your Alexa so you can listen to us from your Alexa. And until next time, happy Happy decorating. decorating!